Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. I'm Chris Danielson, along with my best friend and bride, Emily. Laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger, again, as always, on this Monday. Thank you for joining us once again. We have done radio together for about 15 18 years ish. Yeah. A lot of it depends on how you really look at it. Yeah. For you listening, you might have been with us for a lot of those years, or you might just have been with the podcast for the last six months or so, or you might have just tuned in because somebody recommended it. Either way, thank you for spending your time with us. We do the Chris and Emily show where we laugh louder, dig deeper, live larger on Monday and Friday. What does that mean? Well, that means we could go to the mailbag. We could do devotions in motion. We could look at some weird, wacky stories. We could even look at the news headlines of the day. Which is a scary thought. It is a scary (laughs) thought. I hate looking at the news. A lot of times when we get into the news, Emily goes what I call all rage against the machine. (laughs) Mussolini from the balcony. She's Mussolini from the balcony and it's like... Okay, let's stop and re-record that. (laughs) A little less stabby this time. (laughs) But we have to get into the fight. And the biggest thing that we do by getting into the fight as Christians is we study God's word to get us stronger for what's Mm -hmm. coming and we pray. And prayer is such a innocuous thing it's so eclectic to some people it's like well if god's sovereignty knows what's going to happen let's just trust his sovereignty and talk to him a little bit but prayer actually changes us in our journey as we get ready to battle and push back the darkness which is what we're about way more than just wishing upon a star you know what i mean and so yeah prayer changes things Mm -hmm. um it can move god and more importantly it will mold and shape and move you as well yeah and so this podcast today is really about saying hey if we're going to push back the darkness we have to abide in the vine we have to be a branch connected to the trunk of life the tree trunk of life is jesus christ my message on john 15 i gave at my church yesterday you will hear it in its entirety on wednesday as part of the long form teaching but it's in that vein that thought that process where i've had my head for the last five or six days and today's Mm -hmm. podcast is going to be no different if we're going to push back the darkness we have to look at what is the mission that God has given us. Your mission is different from Emily's, it's different from mine, and it's different from your neighbors. But you will be given a mission and it'll be clear to you. And then are you going to be prayed up, packed up, ready to rock and roll when he calls you to share the gospel with your neighbor, to call your kids, to call your parents, to call your sibling and say, now is the time. The time is short. Things are happening. Even if America falls, that doesn't mean Jesus will return again, but Jesus return could be very, very imminent. So we want to be intentional in our walk with Christ right now. Absolutely. I mean, every single person from the beginning of time has done one thing and that's look for God. (laughs) Old Testament, New Testament for the first time or for the second coming. That's our job. Keep looking for the Lord. So with that in mind, let's go to Acts chapter 8, verse 29. You know what it says? Look for the Lord's return. It says, Then the Spirit (laughs) said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. Okay. Yeah. This is different than what I thought it was going to say. I mean, if the Bible could have like a John Belushi, we're on a mission from God. (laughs) 
it would be this verse. Philip had a mission to go talk to that chariot, and what happens then is just so astounding. But when you think about it, missions from God are finding, you know, God's looking for hearts that are right with him, and they're in the place where they can make a difference for his kingdom. You know, some of the great missionaries in history did not live long lives, but their lives dramatically affected eternity. Mm -hmm. And so we leave the results up to God, like the film Bible Idiots, if you've never seen it, it is impacted people for the kingdom we know that could it be a hundred people could it be a thousand people could it be three thousand five thousand we don't know but i do know that we have personally received correspondence from at least anywhere from 25 to 50 because i never kept track but it was a lot Mm -hmm. i mean that's a lot of emails that's a lot of phone calls that's a lot of people reaching out to you to say this movie impacted me because it got them back into the conversation about the, the the scriptures what god had access to in philip in the book of Acts, was that he was going to give an account to somebody who was reading the book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm. And as Philip overtook that chariot, he heard the guy. So God mightily used him in the entire city and the miracles that God was doing. The fruit that came out of Philip's life was just being obedient and being grafted in the vine, a la John 15. Does that make sense? It does. See, Philip was God-centered. He was not preoccupied with expanding his reputation as a great pe- preacher or a miracle worker. He was a disciple. He was an apostle, and he was concerned that his life remain in the center of God's activity. And isn't that what all of us want? It really is, and it doesn't ever, you know, the cent- being in the center of God's will never looks like that great American success story. I mean, it just doesn't. You feel like you're losing. You feel like you are on the outs, like nothing's working for you. But but you look at those great, I don't know what to call them, icons of the faith, you know, Jim Elliott's and and Dr. Livingston and and all the... Dr. Livingston, I suppose. (laughs) Or I presume. Presume. I mean, out in the middle of nowhere, kind of alone, except Mm -hmm. for their inner circle, or Livingstone was actually alone. Um, and and that how they must have felt, but yet those are the same stories that impact millions around the globe in the decades to come. So, well, well, you know, Philip, the story in Acts chapter eight, you need to look it up. You need yeah. to read it. Uh, he was instructed to leave his fruitful ministry behind, okay. and he didn't hesitate. He, they, did, uh, you know, when you study these guys in depth, and you really try to put your your feet in their feet and you know in their sandals so to speak Mm -hmm. and watch how they were reacting to things it always came back to that they were with the lord and they knew that their lives didn't matter it was the lives that jesus wanted to impact them through the spirit see god continues to seek people who are responsive like philip to go on missions with him and that doesn't mean you have to go to the other side of the world right but you may have to go to the other side of the street you know there's a reason that god doesn't do great revival in some of our places and some of our little towns and some of our little yeah. cities or our little neighborhoods because a lot of times he won't find people that are radically adjusted to his ways and sometimes we get caught up in our self-centered activities i do it all the time and it's daily in keeping with repentance says the scripture and so God has placed the center of his activity in and around us and we start to see him do things that we did the same thing last week but yet this week with our hearts aligned God starts to make fruit he starts to make 
impact. He starts to create things for the kingdom that make you go, wow, this has to be God. He makes a way where there seemed to be no way. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he does? So my question for you on this Monday's podcast is, have you seen the activity of God in and around what you got going on? Ah. And what is God presently inviting you to do? And how are you responding? If you need a place to respond, you can join us here with the Bible Idiots Outreach and with the Lifehouse Church Outreach from Abilene, Kansas. I saw that last week we had listeners from South Africa. We had listeners from Ireland. We had a bunch in Kansas. We had some in Ohio. We had some in Texas. We had some in Alabama. It doesn't matter. It's mattering. And we're, we're a small little podcast. This, this hasn't grown to where I was hoping that it would. And God says, don't worry about that. Just be faithful and let me use you how I can use you. And that's what we're focused on. That's part of the laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. I talked to a guy at church uh, yesterday, and he was joking around on Friday's podcast when I did this, and the end is near, doom is upon you. So have a great weekend, everybody. And you dime me out on it, and he thought that was hilarious. So, okay, good. I mean, it's yeah. little things like that yeah. that... We have an opportunity for you to get involved with us. Pray for the Bible Idiots Outreach. Send us an email. It's in the upper left-hand corner at BibleIdiots.com. Feel free to give a a tax-deductible donation there. We need some financial help to continue to do what we're planning on doing. So somebody's going to step forward and say, you know what? I'm going to send something. And we just got a $200 gift from somebody from Coral Gables, Florida. Nice. I've never been to Coral Gables, Florida. I've never either. And I don't know this person. I've never met this person. Sounds like a nice place, though, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I live in Coral Gables, Florida. You never so. know who's going to be impacted or how they're going to be True. impacted. yeah. And so in your life, Emily and I want you to remember, make yourself ready for God today. Make yourself ready to see his activity. Mm-hmm. Stay grafted in the vine, the tree trunk of life, Jesus Christ. And the branch doesn't conjure up its own fruit. The fruit happens <laughs> Because right. you're grafted in, because you are abiding in Christ. And that whole message of being patient because God's the one that's doing the work reminds me of just a real quick story that our good friend Bishop Ron Bowl told. And he told about how he just shares the gospel with anyone that he can. And whether they respond positively or they respond negatively, it doesn't really matter to him because he said the reality is it takes a person to hear the gospel several times before it actually softens the heart and makes an impact and starts changing a person. Well, the Bible says he stands at the door and knocks. Anyone who opens the door, sometimes you hear the knocking, you don't open the door. You know, it takes a few knockings to open the door. Well, it's called planting seeds. You just plant a whole bunch of seeds. You don't know which ones are going to come up. God's the one that has to do it. But anyway, his point was whether someone responds positively or negatively did not impact him it didn't discourage him or excite him because god's the one that's doing the work and if it takes several times for someone to hear the gospel his privilege and his joy is found that he was one of those people yep. that's it yeah. and that it didn't matter if it, if he was the second one or the third one or the ninth one or the 15th one or every once in a while you get to be that one that last 
first one yeah. that actually sees some fruit out of it. But yep. it's so true because that just points to the fact, like what you were saying, Chris, as we we just abide, that's yes. all we're doing. We're sharing the gospel. That's all we're responsible for. But God takes those seeds and he cultivates and he does a good work. And when we all look back at this person who came to know the Lord, right. you know, this is not the work of men. Right. This is just obedient men that God has chosen to work through. It's the work of God. And I always go back to the statement, God doesn't need closers. Yeah. You know, coffee's for closers. <laughs> you know, you got to sell it. You got to close. You got to lead them in the sinner's prayer. No. Yeah. yeah. This is not one of the closing opportunities. If God creates those opportunities for you, count yourself blessed. Everyone I've ever led to the Lord has been just way beyond my skill set. And I still look at it as a huge privilege that is just, it, it's, it's awesome because God gets all the glory. And so we want to see fruit in our life. We want to see God working in our life. And we want to make ourselves available to be obedient wherever he might send us. And Emily and I want that for you as well. Is that the last word? That's the last word. All right, very good. So on behalf of my best You don't have another point or anything, do you? <laughs> going on since okay. final thoughts. Okay, part three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I joke. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. You get into God's word today and you go and serve your king.